is this place? Where am I? Heaven, friend. Or as close as we'll see till Judgment Day. What is Columbia if not another arc for another time? Hey, everybody. Welcome to this Xbox Life episode number 234, titled TXL Infinite. This is a show where we talk about all things Xbox and who knows what else we might want to talk about. And on this uh, exciting, fantastic show, we got a whole bunch of news and uh, you know some talk about some of the games that we played. So, to start this thing off, uh, my name is Rob, also known as Presar. And with me today, as always, I got my bestest, gooderest buddy, Mark. Yo, dog, what up? What up, diggity dog? <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. That was a cartoon, wasn't it? Diggity dog. Diggity dog. Um, I don't, I don't know. I thought sure. that was a, uh, isn't that like a comment that some cartoon characters used to say? Well, diggity dog. I don't know if that's a cartoon. I want to say. Now you're gonna make me look it up. Yeah, look it up. I want to say it was something like a a mongoose. Diggity dog. A dog. It's a dog and cat boutique. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Uh, It's a diggity dog resort in Salt Lake City, Utah. Um, It's a pet supply store in West Des Moines. Now, deputy dog. Yes. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking of deputy dog. Okay, never mind. But Amazon has Diggity Dog toy. I looks like a game or something. Help the puppies find their bones. Electronic barking dog barks the number of spaces you need to move. That's how you know it. It's a board game. <laughs> <laughs> ding 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 ding. <laughs> I had to get my plug in somehow. Yeah, there you go. You talked I about guess... it probably recently on this uh, this board game life. Yes. <laughs> Not to be confused with this Xbox life, even though they often are when we talk about them. See, would anybody want to listen to a podcast where the word bored was in the title? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of people. <laughs> I suppose. Yes. Anyway, I guess that just went under our other stuff that we're going to talk about. Not an Xbox. Yeah. So speaking of other, some other non-Xbox stuff, what else you got? The PS3 sucks for watching <laughs> Blu-rays. How, why is that? Well, I, isn't I, that why like everybody buys them? Well, I bought. Well, I bought like my when I bought my PS3, I bought Avatar on Blu-ray, you know, so that I had a movie on Blu-ray. Well, you know, I I posted um, this past week um, in our Facebook group. I was telling everybody about how Amazon screwed me over for the release day. Uh, shipping of The Hobbit and Gears of War Judgment. Yeah. Well, I complained enough that they actually gave me a $10 credit. So I'm like, well, I might as well use it. So I picked up Zero Dark Thirty. I got, and I I decided to buy it on Blu-ray because it came with a Blu-ray copy and a DVD copy. And I got both for like 12 bucks after my $10 discount, right? Yeah, yeah. So that came in Saturday. So Saturday night I popped it in, and I was actually going to just watch it on the Xbox. I was going to take the DVD version and just put it in the Xbox because I'm like, what's the point of watching the Blu-ray when my PlayStation is not hooked up via HDMI? You know, it's hooked hooked up. It's hooked up component. You know, so you know you get decent stuff. It's still decent, but I've got my Directv and my Xbox hooked up via HDMI. 
and my TV only has two HDMI ports. Oh, yeah, it's such a pain. So that's why I'm like, I just put the component for the PlayStation because I never use it. Hey, you I, know, you can you can buy uh, remote-controlled HDMI switches now for like 10, 15 bucks. They're super cheap. Yeah, I've I got a remote-controlled component one around here somewhere. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Anywho, so... I put the movie on. It's like, well, I never use my PlayStation. Let me at least use it to watch a movie. So, but what I found is like, it takes forever for a Blu-ray to start up on that thing. I'm just like, okay, you know, it. it I don't know. It just it took a long time for it to pop up and finally start playing. Um, and then here's the real thing. That's why I say it sucks. My PlayStation has got the default settings, right? I just I don't use it. Okay, so I don't. What do you mean default settings? Whatever it ships with. Right. Okay. And I don't. Right. I didn't go in and mess with all the. There's a bazillion things you can do on the thing, and I just right. it's whatever it was set up with. So I'm watching Zero Dark Thirty. I'm like two hours into the movie, and all of a sudden I get a message pop up saying your system's going to shut down from lack of use. I'm like, what? I'm sitting here watching a movie. <laughs> the, the system is set default that if you're watching a movie and that movie goes beyond two hours or you're watching a movie for more than two hours, that automatically shut down the PlayStation. So watching so, a movie doesn't keep it from like, I guess sleeping not. or it, idling it, or whatever. The Xbox will play a movie and not have any problem. But the PlayStation 3, if you play for more than two hours, by default, it'll turn off. So I had to stop my movie, go find the setting and through their bazillion freaking options and turn it off so that it doesn't turn itself off when I'm watching a freaking movie. And then I had to go back and wait forever for it to start up. The only good thing I would say, at least it continued from where I left off. Because as I was hitting, I started back up. I'm like, if this thing goes back to the start and I got to figure out how to fast forward two hours to where I was, I'm going to be pissed. But because I'm like, I can take my Xbox. This is the weird thing. My Xbox, I've actually taken watched part of a movie, taken a movie out, played something else like a video game. The next day, put the movie back in to finish watching it, and it'll take it'll it'll start right where I left off. You know, so cool. I was like, I'm like, the PlayStation better do it, and it did. It, it did continue where I left off, but you're gonna shut down it while you're watching a movie because it says you're not using your PlayStation. I'm watching a friggin' movie. <laughs> the drive is spinning. How does it not know that I, I guess it doesn't do everything? It, <laughs> it doesn't do long movies. <laughs> I was like, you've got to be kidding me, man. That is stupid. <laughs> okay. oh my God. It just irritated so, me beyond I mean, that it would shut down while you're watching a movie. Did you watch it straight through and, and not pause or anything? Yeah, so I wonder if you pause it. or if you fast forward. Yeah, maybe that'll For count. two hours straight. Oh, you did something. You paused. Um, I don't know how long is this movie. I'm looking at the back of the box. The movie itself is... Oh, so it was a long one. 157 minutes. So... so what is that? Almost uh, two and a half hours? Two and a half hours. So, yeah, I'm getting to the good part. Yeah. Getting down to the good part, finally, and it's like, oh, we're going to turn off. <laughs> I was like, you suck. So, anyways, that was irritating. That's stupid. That was dumb. Um, so I just or said, it pops up with a sign, or or it pops up with a banner that says "Movie stopped. Please go out and buy a PS Vita to continue." <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I should have just played the DVD on my Xbox. It would have looked just as good. 
So, but uh, yeah. anyway, so I did see Zero Dark Thirty. Uh, I actually watched it last night. Yeah. I don't know. Have you seen that movie? Was it good? No, I haven't. It, it was good. I I liked it. It was a little disturbing. Uh, it really brought a lot of this. This con- is fictional, right? It is fictional. Yes, it's based on. The it's based on the events of tracking down Osama bin Laden and the Navy SEAL raid at the end. So like the first two hours and ten minutes is this you know the CIA trying to track him down after 9/11. Then the last 20 minutes is the raid, you know, the the Navy SEAL raid on the compound. So right. uh, it was a good movie. I did like it. Um, so I, I did, you know. It was good. It was. I thought it was what I liked about it. As I was talking to my wife tonight about it, and you know, talking to some of the things that that, that made me, you know, thoughts that came to my mind of just things that I'm not going to get into here. This is not what people tuning in for. This isn't a movie show, but um, it was a good show. Um, I also watched. I got The Hobbit in finally from Amazon. Um, that showed up, so I watched it this week. And you know, I've, I've heard so many people say how great the movie is. I found it to be rather boring. Um, now, I love the first three. Um, or I should, I should say the second three, I guess. Because <laughs> the Lord of the Rings, the, those three movies, they, they did a Star Wars, you know. They're, and now they're going back to do the, the Hobbit, and they're turning that into three movies. Uh, they're all going to be like three hours long as well. But I just found the Hobbit to be very slow going. Um Took very slow going at the at the beginning, you know, which it's the beginning of the story, so I guess you got all that introduction and everything, but I don't know, it just wasn't as exciting as the other three movies were. That's kind of you know there were some good moments near the end of it, but it just took too long to get going. That was my only complaint. But now was this because uh, you know years ago I saw the cartoons, the The Hobbit. Is this? Like the real live action version of that, this or is, is this a different story? No, this is Peter Jackson did. You know the guy that right. did the Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He's doing the Hobbit now. Right. I was so just saying two or three. Is this the same story as was in the Hobbit cartoon from when we were little? I honestly don't remember. No. Okay. Um, all I can tell you is that the dwarves were thrown out of their land by some dragon, and. Uh, they're now trying to go back to claim their homeland. That's okay. what I got out of it. That sounds kind of different. It it didn't it did seem a little different, but I've not read the book. I'll have to ask my kid. He's he's reading the book, so. Oh, cool. He wants to see the movie, but I won't let him because he's too young. <laughs> but he can read the book. Ah, uh, you know, there's a difference between reading it, I think, and then actually visually seeing, you know, some dude lop off a troll's head or a dwarf's head and hold it out high for everyone to see. Oh, so his imagination might not be as bad as real life. I, you know, my wife and I were talking about it. We both are felt, okay, if you want to read them, that's fine, but you're not going to watch it. Because on top of it, if if he watches it, then we have to let the other kids watch it, and there's no way I'm letting the other kids watch it. And they're not interested in reading the book, but they're going to want to watch the movie because it's a movie. So, it's like, nope. So... Sorry, Charlie. <laughs> so, and my dog is here to say hello. <laughs> woof, woof, woof. He's, he's sad because his mommy's not here. So, <laughs> um, 
and he has to put up with you. He's got to put up with me, yeah. Yeah. Going on day five with mom, without mommy. Mm-hmm. He's sad. Oh. He's a mama's boy, so. But anyway, so that's what I was watching. Again, we need to probably get moving because no one cares about any of this. We probably put everybody to sleep or they've turned us off by now because we're, what, 20 minutes in and. They're probably going to be like, yeah, your podcast was like The Hobbit. I had to sleep through the first hour and a half of it. <laughs> <laughs> Zing! Um, nice. Last thing before we jump in our what we've been playing, uh, just a quick reminder, if you're seeing a sign-up page for testing the next Xbox, it is fake. Don't be a fool. Do not give out your information. There aren't going to be. You want to test the next Xbox, you can do it uh, on release day. <laughs> That's, yeah. You can test it out at the GameStop. All the testing's been done. Or the Walmart or the Best Buy. You can go in there and play the kiosk and test it. So don't be a fool. Don't sign up for them. All right. right. So moving on, what have you been playing, Mark? Uh, Hasn't been a lot this week. It's been a pretty busy week, uh, family stuff. So, But I did squeeze in a little bit of my kids. I got – it was Wilkes, uh, Mr. Kyle – uh, Wilkes 07, I think, is his, uh, and I can forget who he is because he has no clue who I am. Because he asked me in our Facebook group this week, what's your gamer tag? I'm like, dude, are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, are you kidding? Uh, no, no. So I had to tell him who I was, so I was a little surprised. But Wilkes 07, he, uh, he gave out, he, he threw a code out out there on our Facebook group. And I, I figured I was seeing people throw up stuff for like gears of war judgment skins and stuff. And that, I mean, he just put a code out. That's it. I just, okay. I'm like, Oh, cool. Maybe it's one of those, you know, that everybody gets. I, so I, I put it in and it's like Lego star Wars three, <laughs> the six gig download. So I'm like, okay, <laughs> like, cool. I wasn't expecting that. So my kids were, they, we played a little bit with the kids. Um, Threw in Tom Clancy's Hawks to uh, help out um, Elite Scion, uh, XB, and oh, I'm drawing a blank. I can't remember who else was in the game with us. But it's been a rough week. But there was someone else playing. I apologize. I can't remember who it was. And I did play Gears of War Judgment. And I, I honestly am not sure how I feel about this game. I have really mixed opinion of this, and I haven't finished it yet. I just have not had the time to play. I've hardly played much this week. Um, so I hope to get some time in this next week. But, um, yeah, I'm not really sure what to think of this game. Have, have you seen uh, played Gears of War Judgment yet? Yes, I have. You did? Yes, I have. Uh, did you play much of the previous Gears of War games? No, not too much. I mean, I started the first one and I, I kind of got bored partway through and, you know, I went on to other things and it was always on my list to go back. But, you know, now, what, four versions, no, three versions later, <laughs> I never did yet. But, uh, you know, it's th- this new one, it, it kind of gives me the same feelings. It's. You know, it's a lot different than a lot of. I'm going to turn them, term them the the more interesting games out there. <laughs> you know, where you're like more invested in the game, like Borderlands, for example. I was always more invested in the game, or even Tomb Raider. Like, just I'm just throwing it out just because it was uh, recent. 
And, and this one, it's just like kind of going through the motions and like just shooting at stuff. And I don't know. It's and and granted, I'm, I'm doing the campaign, right? And I don't know. It just it, it just meh is is my feeling of it, which I think kind of mirrors your feelings too, doesn't it? I I honestly don't know. I can't. It's very different. It is very different. And I, I, yeah. I've seen like, you know, the expert journalists, reviewers, they're, they're raving this is the best Gears of War yet. Really? Yeah. It's getting really high reviews from, you know, and I'm just like, Cause I, I, I read in and something, I got a very different opinion of it. <laughs> I, I read something where it basically said it wasn't as good as. I think it was games. IGN stated it was the best ever. Uh, this was, I think it was IGN stated that it was the best. Gears of War game yet, um, and I I don't agree. I really liked Gears of War three, um, okay. but now the guys that there was other guys I was in a party the other night playing, and I was doing my own thing, but I was listening to other guys playing and talking with them while they were in their games, and you know they were just loving it, and I'm just like, why? I don't. It, I've seen things like, I mean. It seems like you will be playing, you come into a room and it's like, there's a crap ton of guys coming at you. And they seem to, they come faster, they just charge at you. Right. So you, there's no, it's like mayhem. It's not like, it's like complete chaos. Yeah. Which is maybe what they're going for. It, it seems to be where before you were always kind of in front of you. They're all, you know, you're, you're getting in cover, you're shooting, you're working your way, and it's kind of a slow little battle, and, you know. But here, these guys will just come running you, and what, what I found is, I've had several times where a guy, a locust is running up at me, and he just runs past me. And I'm like, where's he going? Goes past you. Yeah, he goes just right past me. And I'm like, I've had that happen so many times. But then it's like you're spinning around, you're trying to, you know, you're trying to figure out what's going on and where you're trying to go and, you know, where you're getting shot at from because it's, it's all around you and. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's like the way, and because of the sped up enemies and how fast they come at you and how many are coming at you, it's like everything else, like your weapons, they seem to. I swear my guns are empty and faster. Like I'm not able to carry as much ammo. Oh, I know it's what you're taking saying. Taking forever yeah. to reload. Um, it feels like I can't. You know, even I'm even doing the active reloads. But it's like the whole feel of the game has changed. Um, I don't like that they did the controls where you used to select your grenades with the D-pad or your different weapons with the D-pad. Right. You don't do that anymore. I guess it looks like you can only carry two guns. And you swap out with the Y button. You hit the Y button to swap them. I think I had three at one time. You can have a third one if you pick up like a like a big There's a mortar, mortar or something. Or something. Yeah. yeah, but that that yeah that that doesn't if you, count. If you switch to another gun, it drops the mortar or drops oh, the Gatling gun. Yeah, you have to have that heavy weapon in your hand to okay. use it. If you select something else, you actually drop that heavy weapon on the ground. Um, and then you, you do, um, you tap like your left bumper for grenades and it's, it, it's like they change the control scheme and it's like, why would you have three games be the same? And then on the fourth one, we're just going to change it. It's like, we've played this game. I kept going to my D pad, man, to change a weapon. 
I kept doing it because that's what I'm used to doing. And I had to keep going, oh, I got to hit the stupid Y button. You know, now, I like the idea. It's like I like the Y for switching weapons. I like that. You know, other games do that. It's quick. Yeah. It's quicker. It's easier. But when my brain is so ingrained in switching weapons with the D-pad in Gears of War, why the heck would you change it on the fourth title? Right, right. You know, it 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 it, it kind of just frustrates me. It's like, no, I I've played this for so long. This is what I expected to do. Don't change the control scheme on me. You know, and it, it's so. It, that's kind of like uh, it kind of annoys me. Um, so I don't know. I I found I do kind of like that you can go through the campaign and do those declassified missions, and then it's like. It, it, you know, during different sections where I walk up and I'll hit the big, you know, declassified mission option and I can either play the game as normal or you can change it so that this next section, all you get are pistols or all you get are shotguns or something like that, you know, or this special type of enemy type is going to be, you know, instead of the normal wretches, you're going to get black wretches or something, you know, it, I kind of like that. And a couple times I'm kind of like, you know what, maybe I had to just play through. But I'm actually doing all the declassifieds. Um, I right. kind of like that. I do like that you can – they kind of took almost like a horde mode. In some of the areas, you can set up defenses, and, and you try to – and you're holding off against waves. I do like that that's kind of in the campaign. I think that's really kind of cool, and it's, it's, it's a change of pace. Instead of just you're running gunning, now you've got some defensive parts, and you got to hold your ground. Um, so I do like that, but there's just, it's like the, you know, with the weapon switching, um, the way that the, the AI is like just swarms you, you know, it's just, it, it doesn't feel like Gears of War and I'm not enjoying it as much as I've enjoyed previous titles. Right. Um, so I, I don't know. It's just, maybe I need to be playing with a group of people right now. I'm just playing a campaign by myself. I do want to do an insane run. Uh, which I'll definitely have to hook up with other people. Um, but, uh, yeah, it just doesn't, it just, the game doesn't feel the same. Um, and I, and I, and it's, you know, people can fly are the ones that took over this. Right. Um, and they did Bulletstorm, which I absolutely loved, you know. Yeah. So I had pretty good expectations of the game, but I'm really, I'm just like, mm, this just isn't. It's not Gears of War. It doesn't feel right. That's the only way I can explain it is to me, it doesn't feel right. There's some small things that to me are kind of big things. Now, I haven't done any of the multiplayer. I haven't played the overrun mode. Um, it sounds like, I, and I haven't even gone into the multiplayer stuff, but I guess Horde mode doesn't exist in this version, which really sucks. I loved playing Horde mode. Um, you know, So I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see. Um, it's interesting that this one, you as you go through the campaign and you do certain things, you can earn stars. If you get enough stars, there's actually you. I found out. I guess there's another campaign mode called the main campaign is called Judgment, but then there's another one called Aftermath. I think it's called Aftermath. That after you get, I think, 40 stars, um, you can unlock it, and it looks like it, it has some way to tie up something to do with Gears of War 3 and some additional story. Telling, so I'm not sure what it is. I'll, I'll play through that when I complete the Judgment campaign. But 
I don't know. Right at right now, I've played through the and you're playing as different characters through. That's another thing. You don't you're not just playing as Marcus or Dom the whole game. You know, you start started out as what I think Baird, and then right. I played as the female character and I, I can't think of her name. Now I'm at the part where I'm playing as that dude who's like not a cog. He was defeated. It, I, so it was like the people, the cog, were fighting before all the locusts attacked. Right. And I guess they defeated these other people, and I can't remember his name or what group they were, but now he's in a cog uniform, but, you know, he's like the cog's ex-enemy. So I'm I'm about to start his section now. So I'm probably about halfway through the game. Um, I'm assuming there's four parts <laughs> four main storylines, you play all four right. characters. If that's the case, I'm halfway through, and if that's the case, that's a pretty short game. So, because I haven't spent a lot of time on it, and I've already completed two of the main characters' stories, so... But... I don't know. You I, know it, I mean, lo- looking at the game, I mean, it, graphically, it's really nice. I mean, it's it's very pretty, you know. I, I, I don't are think cool. it looks as good. Really? I think... That's one thing I noticed right off the bat is I'm like, this doesn't look to be as sharp. It doesn't seem to look as good as Gears of War 3 did. And I don't know if it's just me being very nitpicky. I think so. As soon as it started, I'm like, this kind of looks not as clean, not as sharp. The visuals didn't seem to pop as much. It seemed to be a little less detailed to some things. Yeah. I mean, playing through it looks good. Playing through it was like when it initially started and kind of like the cutscenes and and some of the stuff that you were seeing as it was playing out didn't look as sharp, in my opinion. But I could be completely wrong. It could be exactly the same. It it just was my initial impression. So. Because one thing I was thinking was that, I mean, the game, you know, like I said, I, I think it looks okay. You know, whether it's better than Gears of War 3, I mean, I would say it's probably at least... At the same level. It doesn't look but, bad. It doesn't no, look bad. No, not at definitely, all. It's definitely a, it, it a higher-end really looking, good-looking game. It's So, yeah, I'm comparing. I just thought I felt right out the gate that I think Gears 3 looked a little better, but I don't you know. know. I, I would say it looks better than Halo 4, even. Because Halo 4 looked really cool when they were demoing it, but then when I played it, it was just like, yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> it's, it's okay. But, but, in comparison to something like Tomb Raider, the graphics are not as good. Uh, Tomb Raider is incredible. <laughs> no, that's one thing that got me kind of wondering is after playing Tomb Raider, does a game like Gears of War Judgment, which would normally be a pretty nice game, it doesn't shine as much. You know, because in Tomb Raider, you're a lot more invested in the game. Yeah. Whereas in, you know, Judgment, it's just sitting there. I mean, you're just, like, shooting stuff. I mean, just like, wave, like you said, wave after wave. And, yeah, you know, they can differ. You know, you get, you know, these dudes, you know, this time around. You get the other dudes the next time around, you know. But big deal. I mean, it's still the same thing. It just basically you keep shooting until they stop coming at you. <laughs> and then you move on to the next area. Oh, and I forgot to mention, you know, once you clear the area, then I'd start scrounging <laughs> or close this. You know, I, I'd, I'd leave all my teammates as I'm looking for ammo. 
Yeah. <laughs> and there's behind me. Yep, I've done that. But uh let them duke it out. I'm gonna go find ammo. Yeah. <laughs> I mean it was just it was just a different experience for me, you know, granted I didn't play the other ones too much. But after playing games like Borderlands where you know, granted, Borderlands is a, a different kind of experience, you know, because it's, it's much more about finding things, you know, with people, you know, that you shoot at kind of getting in the way of that, you know, and and Tomb Raider, which is a whole different animal. It's just this one just kind of felt plain. It was almost like. Basically having a multi-love, a multiplayer kind of experience in a campaign mode with really no campaign. <laughs> Does that make sense? No. <laughs> no? Okay. This, this is neat. I'm not following something. I don't know. It's, it's late. It's like 1130. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm tired. But what I was just trying to say is, like, when you play a multiplayer game, um, you know, multiplayer levels, it's just a shoot fest. Right. You know, whereas when you play campaign, there's more of a storyline, there's a purpose to what you're doing, as opposed to just shooting anything that moves that's not your team. Well, this is, this is a, this is, it's got a story, but. Yeah. Story wrapped around a shoot fest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Although I did kind of like how, you know, how they started off that trial. And then he's kind of explaining what happened based on what you're playing. I thought that was kind of neat. Yeah, I thought it was pretty. I think it's yeah. played out pretty well. Yeah. So we'll see. I'm going to keep playing and we'll see what happens. Yeah. So. So that was uh, Gears of War Judgment. All righty. Okay, moving on to the topics. Yeah, woo-woo. Woo-woo. Let's get this party started. All right, everybody's favorite company, EA. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. um, we got good news out of EA. Well, I don't know, good news. I think a lot of people might see this as good news. I don't know. I don't think it's going to make much of a difference. But Electronic Arts' John Riccatello is stepping down as chief executive officer. He submitted his resignation to the board of directors and will finish his tenure on March 30th. So, um, former EA president and CEO Larry Probst will step in as executive chairman while the company searches for a replacement. So, I, I know, I don't know if that's gonna really, if much is gonna change, um, with, with the way EA operates and handles things, but, nope. uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure their servers still won't be up for their day one releases and people still won't be able to play multiplayer for anything, but, you know, take it as you want, and, you know, conspiracy theorists abound, but big changes at EA from the top. Yeah, all it is is just a new bad guy. Yeah, exactly. A new face. We'll have to hate someone else now. <laughs> He's like, I hate being hated. <laughs> I'm out of here. Exactly. See ya. All right. So uh next thing that we've got is a while back uh, – Man, like a month or two ago, I think it was, there was some uh, leaks based on the Durango SDK, and uh, there were some uh, confirmations as to what actually um, uh, was real or not. And they're basically saying that the always-on, always-connected information is actually legit. Uh, there's some fresh documents that were posted 
uh, up on uh, VG leaks that kind of uh, talk about this, where they're basically saying that the th- the, the next generation uh, Microsoft console will always be on and connected, and it varies based on the amount of power that it draws. You know, so like when it's let's say in a sleep mode, it uses very little electricity, but it's still on. So when you come to it and you want to use it, boom, you know, you are ready to go. You know, there's no boot up time or whatnot. Nice, I like that. Yeah, and also that it'll also do software updates in this mode as well, so that the games will always be updated to the latest version, the dashboard or whatever they decide to call it in the. you know, the, the dash in, in the new console, it'll always be updated. So that, that's kind of cool, too. Now, one thing that, that's kind of weird is that um, they, they did confirm that the Blu-ray disc will be present, but the games will not run off of it. Isn't that kind of funky? No. that's gonna They're going to do what PlayStation 3 currently does. Oh, they don't play it off the, off nope. the discs? No. Nope. Huh. PlayStation games have to be installed. Oh, wow. Okay. Which is what's coming to the next Xbox. You'll have to install your games. Okay. Now, one th- so, you know, to mirror that, I guess, they're going to be doing the same thing. So you have to have it installed on the hard drive, but you can play the game as it is being installed on the console. Woohoo! That's cool. No more waiting it? ten minutes to install it so you can before you can play it. I know, right? I mean, I want. I wonder how they do that. I mean, it's got to be some kind of mixed mode. Like, what happens if it needs to read something off the disc? You know, I haven't figured out how. Like with Xbox or video, like when you when I when I rent a video off Xbox Marketplace through the Xbox video itself, you know, I'm not talking Netflix or anything. When I get one from Microsoft, it's it's 1080p and streaming instantly starts. Okay. So, and I've always how can they do that when Netflix will like buffer and they still can't keep up? You know, oh, it'll, yeah. it'll it'll change like Netflix will change your resolution to a lower one till it catches up and then it up you know it'll increase your resolution once the video catches up. Never had a problem once with Xbox Video. Right. It's always HD. It, it starts immediately. It never pauses, never stops. That's what impresses me. So I, I, you know, to me, it's almost like, well, they found a way to install your games and play them at the same time. <laughs> to me, it kind of seems like they're probably somehow using some kind of technology. You know, I mean, I know it's different, but they can do it with that with the video. This seems this got to be a cakewalk. <laughs> oh yeah, so. I, I bet they do something like. Uh... You know, it copies the core game files over first, and then it does the, I don't know what you call them, the assets, the media, resources. Yeah, it's whatever. probably designed so, like, when you start your game, you know, they're, they're copying your menus and everything over real quick. and Yeah. And they can also make you, and all they have to do to help buffer, you know, give you some buffer time is display the developer's logo, display Microsoft's <laughs> logo, and yeah. you won't be able to click through them anymore that's probably what it's going to be you're going to watch because like now you so most games you can like hit the a button and just skip you know their logo screens yeah you, you probably won't be able to do that anymore because <laughs> that's their built-in time that they need to throw some stuff on the 
you know, maybe after it's installed, you can do it, but not that first time. <laughs> it's going to be like those pauses when you call a 900 number. <laughs> Thank you for calling. One, 900, hot <laughs> Rob. <laughs> hey, don't give away my number. That's, that's Rob with two Bs. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So, yeah, that, that was some pretty cool information. And, uh, you know, what about, again, what about DRM? DRM? With, with the always on, the digital rights management. And, you know, we, we've seen where a lot of these, like, PC games are using these always online connections to fight piracy. Right. How is that? Is that going to play a part in the new Xbox? Um, DRM is unclear at this time. That'll be interesting to see. And if it's always on, always connected, yep. does that mean if it is required? That's my that's my thing then. Is it required to have internet? Will this box not work unless it has an internet connection? Well, always on, always connected. <laughs> that's what that means. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I don't know. Because to me, they could segment a big part of the market. I don't know. I mean, a lot of people, I mean, you know, they still hear not everyone has broadband. Not everybody has this. But I would say most people nowadays do. But, yeah, you know, still, if you're saying you have to have your console connected to the Internet, otherwise it will not function, then, you know, if I go over, take it to my buddy Rob's house, and my buddy Rob doesn't have an extra Internet connection or he doesn't have wireless, then... It's no good to bring my box over there. Yeah, like my what downstairs, if, like my downstairs area, you know, there is all my internet stuff's upstairs. So, you know, I don't have the Wi-Fi adapter. Yeah. So, like well, the, when yeah. I, when I like my box down here is like never connected. So what what about like when you do a LAN party? Uh, not too long ago, I took my box over to a friend's house. We had a big Call of Duty night. We had like. I think four Xboxes and, what, eight TVs or something. I don't know. We had a whole bunch of, I don't know, we had them all hooked up. And um, we were just a bunch of us playing. And, well, it, you're going to have to, obviously, with this new one, it sounds like you'd have to have everybody getting on. I wasn't online. Yeah. You know. That's true. Um, I think I did. I think I actually connected to his wireless. But um, I did. I actually did connect to his wireless at night because I wanted – to just you know rank myself up as I was playing <laughs> so but um I think that's what I was doing that's why I did it uh, maybe not I don't think we ranked up but but yeah you'd have to everybody would have to be able to get on and I don't know it just seems like it might take away from the LAN connection functionality but I don't know we'll see I do like you know, the idea I can turn it I can actually quote turn it on and it's already on it's like bam no more waiting the two minutes for the thing to pop up oh yeah and Plus, you know, let's say if you don't play it for a week or whatever, then all of a sudden, you know, you're stuck doing those updates and then your software updates. You know, granted, the, the game updates usually don't reboot. But but that's if it works, too, because how yeah. often have you ever, you know, woken up Windows from sleep mode and it doesn't work? <laughs> and I've had yes. that, man. Sleep mode is hibernation. I guess I should say hibernation mode is something I've always turned off. Because I've yeah. never had a success with it, it just messes everything up. 
but maybe being more of a closed system, maybe it'll function better. Yeah. <laughs> so. You would think. I hope. I guess we'll see. But granted, you know, with my laptop, with my work laptop at least, that thing, I rarely shut it down. I always just close the lid and it goes to sleep. And, you know, a couple of days later, I just open it. And that's something I got into doing, you know. And, and, uh, if you have it and it works, you use it. Yeah. So we'll see. All right, moving on. Moving on. Dude, I'm so friggin' ticked off at this story. Yeah. Um, and this happened right after I told Games the Gamefly that I wanted to keep Tomb Raider. So probably the day I said, yeah, keep Tomb Raider, uh, the story came out that there are currently no plans for Tomb Raider single-player DLC, according to Crystal Dynamics Global Brand Manager. When he, uh, Carl Stewart was asked recently about it, he explained that the company was focusing entirely on the multiplayer portion of the game for the time being. In response to So there's still a chance. Well, in response to query about what adventures a future single-player DLC would hold for Laura, Stewart replied, there are currently no plans in place for any single-player expansions. All of our DLC is based around the multiplayer experience for now. So I won't be buying any multiplayer DLC. Um, and I really hope they do some single-player. I really think that they need to do it. I, I like I said, any single-player DLC, whatever price they put on it, I would buy it. I mean, I love the game. The game is that much fun. I need to put it back in. I, I just, oh, I got so many things here. I, I On my shelf, it's like the games that I'm like currently need to work on or need to go back to or stuff. I have them like kind of sticking out a little bit. And I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine games where their disc cases are sticking out. <laughs> That's nine mm-hmm. games. And we got a whole bunch coming out this week. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like yeah. I, I don't have oh man I need the summer drought to show up so I can because I want to get back into Tomb Raider and play some more of it uh, but I don't want multiplayer it's not if I do any of that it's going to be in a closed party just private game and screwing around with some friends but uh, right. nope not online not not into that it, it was not very good so it's a sad day man no single player Ooh. DLC for the game that we're demands it oh gosh anyways yeah that, that is disappointing but i still have that glimmer of hope because they said they didn't say no dlc ever they said For at now. the moment yeah but if they don't even have it in their plans then by the time they get around to doing i mean they're they, they haven't even started they don't even have a story by the time they get around to it the next tomb raider game should be out you know so i i really wouldn't expect it at all at this point yeah, and if they did anything at this point, if they had no plans for it, then it would probably be rushed out. It would probably wouldn't be very good. So. Yeah, but it just thinks a game that came out just with an amazing story that they would not do anything to further that campaign story. I mean that that's just multiplayer. Come on, you're killing me, you're killing me, Smalls. <laughs> you got bit by the. Tomb Raider love bug. Oh, man. Indeed. So, anyways. Okay. Next story. So, the Xbox uh, Entertainment Awards. 
got nailed by a little bit of a security breach. Uh, so uh, what happened with this is that there's a security breach that allowed the names, gamer tags, email addresses, and birth dates of close to 3,000 entrants being posted. Um, and uh, those people that were accessing the site uh, were also able to edit and remove listings that they saw. And the site got taken down with a big uh, maintenance splash, I guess. And uh, that, that's interesting that, you know, something like that happened. You know, it's definitely, you know, with all the sites getting hacked lately, you know, I mean, this is everything from, like, LinkedIn to, you know, all these, like, huge sites. I mean, it's it's interesting that it's hitting, like, the game side now as well. So everybody's vulnerable. Be careful where you put your information. Yep. And don't sign up to be a tester for the new Xbox. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> um, is that your laptop making noises? Is it dying again this week? <laughs> That's a CD spinning. <laughs> wow, I can hear that. I know. I, I actually, I, I think that I had the laptop. Uh, I'm installing Windows 8 on on a laptop here, and it was not sitting on something flat. And I think it was somehow flexing, and the CD did not like it. But anyway, okie dokie. I moved it away. Now it's on a flat surface, and it's not making any noise. Welcome to Tech TV with your host, oh, Rob. Right. What was that show? Screensavers. Uh, uh, the other one that uh, where you call for help. Call for help? Yeah. yeah. Leo Laporte. Oh, I like that show. <laughs> yeah. That was a good one. Oh, anyway. that was a good station. Now it's what, Esquire TV? <laughs> oh, did they change already? Um, I don't know. I haven't watched G4 or whatever it is in a long time, so. Yeah, anyways, on the cool stuff, well, I don't know, not so cool stuff. I guess if you liked Aliens Colonial Marines, then you might think this is cool. The Bug Hunt DLC is now available, and this is a new mode than the game that pits up to four players against waves of incoming Xenos and enemy soldiers across three new maps, Broadside, Mercenary, and Tribute. You can earn money on the map by killing enemies and then spend that money to open up extra areas or buy more guns, ammo, or health. If you're invested in the season pass of the game, you'll get the DLC for free. Everyone else has to basically pay about 15 bucks for this DLC, which really can't be worth it. So, but anyways, if you got the game and liked it, there's some Bug Hunt DLC out there for you. Okay. So, uh, Origin uh, has a player appreciation sale that's going on right now. So, <laughs> there's a ton of titles. Uh, that are up and uh, up on the sale, and they're marked off up to 70% for a week. And uh, this includes some of the digitally uh, distributed titles uh, for Mac and PC. And then also, uh, you know, since they happen to be the makers of that fantastic, uh, fantastically launched SimCity, uh, the <laughs> the yeah. apology games are also reduced as well. Uh, they say like uh, 40 bucks. Wait. There's a $40 origin copy of Battlefield 3, now $12. And Dead Space 3, which is normally 60 is reduced to 30 
Yeah, it 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 to me, I when I saw this, I was like you've got to be kidding. To me, this is a huge slap in the face to the to the gamers again. It's like, okay, we screwed you and you couldn't play your game. You couldn't even play a single player version of SimCity. So we're going to make it up to you by giving you a free game. Okay, granted, it's free. But soon as they do that, they turn around and say, oh yeah, all of those and then all these other things, we're going to let everybody else get them at super cheap prices. Yeah. <laughs> it, like it negated the whole point of we're going to give you a free game. So they're not, they're not giving you a $60 title. They're like, well, it's, it's not really 60. We're giving it away to you this week. At the same time, they're all superly discounted. So it's just, it's stupid. I'm like, wow, what, what is EA doing? You know, they, they couldn't yeah. have said, get your free game now in the next two weeks. And then two weeks later, say, okay, we're going to discount for everybody else. I mean, it, why did it have to happen at the same time? It's just, you know, and I'm not affected by it. I, I wasn't getting nothing free, but I just think that really would have, you know, I mean, the the, the SimCity guys are still getting it free. I guess you really can't complain. It just seemed to me really bad timing. And to me, it says EA really doesn't care. They really don't care. Because they're discounting the games anyways. It's almost like, yeah, we're yeah. gonna, we're just gonna, you know, this game's 12 bucks. All right, we'll just give it to you for free. You know, I'm like, whatever, stop your whining. That's the way it just comes across, you know? Right, right. <laughs> so. But hey, everybody loves EA, right? Or something like that. <laughs> so what, what games are on sale? Doesn't matter. Probably not. It's EA. <laughs> yeah. Moving on. Um, I thought this was a real interesting story, Rob. It's like old junk. Old junk. That's what's on sale. So, yeah. Um, did you buy Tomb Raider? You bought Tomb Raider, right? Yeah. Okay. Did it bother you that that was, you, you knew you were going to have a, have to play as a female? Absolutely not. Does it, does it make you feel like you're not really a man because you're playing as a chick? Nope. Um, let's see. Any other games out there? There are other games where you play as a female character. What, Mirror's Edge is another one, right? Yeah, that one is a... Um, a uh, what are some other ones? Dark Project? No. Goth? No. What is that stupid? Joanna Dark. Uh, you play as Joanna Dark. Project um, Dark. Is it Project? I don't know. Project Zero? Project Dark Zero? <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> something like that. It's, yeah. Where's, where's Democulus when you need him? Um... And I mean, there's others where you play, you know, you, you, the, the lead character is a female. That's your yeah. only option. Well, publishers had rejected the game Remember Me, which is coming out here soon, because of the female, because it had a female lead. Um, this game is being done by Don't Nods Entertainment. Uh, this game set in uh, Neo Paris, uh, 2084, and it stars... Nilin or Nylan, I don't know, it's a memory hunter. Um, but this game, you know, got a lot of dismissals from publishers because it has a female lead. Uh, they said, the story says, for some publishers, successful games and male leads are synonymous. So when creative director Jean Max Morris and his crew were shopping for publishers, this spurred the cold shoulder. Uh, quote, we had some that said, well, we don't want to publish it because that's not going to succeed. You can't have a female character in games. It has to be a male character. Simple as that. Um, Capcom, of course, didn't seem to mind because they are publishing the game. Um, 
Morris uh, said the decision to have a female lead was something that just felt right from the beginning of development. It's one of those things that we never looked at from a pure cold marketing perspective because that would have endangered the consistency of the whole game. Um, so that's not to say that they didn't receive the advice to switch from a girl to a guy, but changing uh, the character would have been relatively impossible from for the stage Remember Me was at. So, but anyways, it's it's just it just seems kind of weird. I mean, if you make a great game, people are going to want to play it. Right. You know, um, I played Dead Island. I actually went through as a female character. Now you can there's two females, two males. I actually picked the female character, uh, or one of them, because I liked her uh, abilities. You know, <laughs> the the you know the weapon. There's choices. a little pause there. I'm trying to no. I like her abilities. Yeah, you know, yeah, don't even start that. Um, so you know, I've played. Um, what is that one? The cartel. Call of War as the cartel. Right. Uh, played through, well, I played through is all three characters, but there's like two male and a female character. Um, what's it matter? I mean, if right. you make a good game, it, it's not going to make a difference. Nope. I don't, nope. you know, Tomb Raider was fantastic. Oh, absolutely. You know, not once did it bother me that I was playing as a chick. I'm playing through. And what I think is kind of cool, it's like, you know, video games is a way to, uh, step out of the real, the norm, your, your reality, if you will, and go into the world of fantasy. Go into, you know, what's the difference if you're playing as a female compared to being a, a knight slaying a dragon? It's not like it's real, you know. Right. I mean, it, it's not something you're ever going to get to do, slay a real dragon, you know. I'm never going to really be a chick, so, you know, you can step into that world for a little while. Um, and it didn't even matter. It was like, I didn't feel like I was a girl. <laughs> it didn't make me feel less of a man. I had a great time. It was one of the best games I've ever played was Tomb Raider. This was a fantastic game. You know, do you it, think it, it didn't matter. Do you think it would be as good as if it was uh, a guy? I don't think it would matter. I played Uncharted series. Absolutely loved it. That's you're playing as a guy. Right. You know? I don't think that the character made any difference. So, and I've told you I liked Tomb Raider a little bit better. I thought Tomb Raider was a little bit better than Uncharted, but it was not the character. It was, I think, the story, the visuals, the gameplay. It did everything Uncharted did, but I just felt it was just, just a little bit improved on every aspect. Um, and and that's it. But it was still a fun, fun game to play. Just as in Uncharted, as I've told people, you got to play Uncharted, you know. And this, if yeah. you haven't, this is what you know. Come, come get Tomb Raider, get the newest one, and you'll have an idea of what Uncharted's like. Uh, it doesn't matter if it's a male or female character. So I think this was really stupid that, you know. And so I do hope that this game actually does very well. I don't, I don't know, if, you know, what the game's going to be like, um, but. I think it would be good to see this do very well because Mirror's Edge, it was not a, it was like a critical success, but not a sales success. Yeah. Uh, I enjoyed the game. I, I never yeah, got too. to finish it because it was one of those, I got to a part where I couldn't get the five button combo down to make this wall jump and leap and it was some combination of stuff I just couldn't get down, you know. Oh, so yeah. I never got to finish the game, but I wanted to. I know, that game had such a high frustration factor. Yeah. With 
stuff like that, you know. They they should have made that one. They should have had a dummy level, you know, easy level for <laughs> someone like me to play. You know, I can just walk up and hit one button and she does all the work for me, but it didn't happen. But no, I I think um, you know, check out the game. Um, a Mass Effect, you could have been a chicken Mass Effect. A lot of people went through as, as a woman, you know. Um, I think in Mass Effect 3, you know, because you even had the cover. They came up with an official Shepard as a female, you know. So, I don't know. It wouldn't have made a difference. It's a fantastic game. Who cares if it's if you're male or female? Yeah. So, but anyways, Remember Me launches on June 4th. So, check it out. And uh, it looked pretty decent from, uh, when did we see this? It wasn't E3. Because June 4th, that's right around E3. Yeah, when we saw this, maybe it was last E3 when we saw this video. Oh, I see what you're saying. Because yeah. that's when they showed Watch Dogs, too, I think. So yeah. I think that's when I saw this. Um, but it looks interesting, so I'm, I'm curious to see some more. But it'll be out June 4th. And you will see more June 4th. And you will play as a chick if you play the game, so deal with it. Yes, like <laughs> it or not. Like it or not. Okay, so the next Call of Duty... Uh, information on the next game kind of got leaked on YouTube or via a YouTube user. Uh, supposedly it comes from a, a very legitimate source uh, that provided uh, this person uh, the information. Uh, basically, uh, the next game is going to be called Call of Duty Ghosts. Yes, ghosts, like those, like Casper. Uh, and it'll use... Uh, present-day weaponry. The game will be set in the future, but a plot point uh, will force characters also to use weapons from the past. Um, who knows how far in the past, but we shall see. Uh, Ghosts is also going to change the player movement a little bit, allowing people or allowing the players to uh, dash and slide while shooting, and you can peek around corners and roll side to side while you're in prone mode. Uh, it's going to feature dynamic loading screens, and an example that they give is uh, such as repelling from a helicopter or breaking a window to enter an area. And it's got destructive environments in the single-player mode. Uh, multiplayer, don't know yet. And uh, so it's going to be out on consoles, next-gen consoles, and the PC. And uh, we'll have to wait to get official word on it, but, you know, so far it sounds interesting. And, uh, yeah, what do you think? I don't know. It's yeah. Call of Duty, so. Yeah. But it, it sounds almost like they're trying to do, like, a. it reminded me of, like, they're taking Ghost Recon Future Soldier and merging it with Call of Duty. By, by using the ghosts and making it future and, or a little bit of futuristic, right? Um, yeah. and making them be able to move faster and stuff. I mean, it's already a fast paced game. Yep. So, I don't know. We'll see. It's, it's Call of Duty. So, being done by Infinity Ward. So, well, Infinity Ward and several other people's probably. Yeah. So, um, I haven't seen a Call of Duty that I, you know, didn't like yet, but. There's always the multiplayer. It's just so much fun. So I'll be buying it. I'm sure. Buying it. Buying snap, it. Snap, Bought snap. it. <laughs> yeah. It's not out yet. I don't care. Bought it. 
So, all right. Well, if you're looking for uh, some sales, I got some good news for you. Uh, the Xbox Live Spring Sale starts March 26th, which is Tuesday, people. This coming Tuesday. Um, these content that I'm going to go through will be on sale from Tuesday, March 26th until Monday, April 1st for both Xbox Live Gold and you cheapo free members that refuse to pay. Um, it's all of you the reason I still have ads. Um, so here we go. Assassin's Creed 3 game, uh, game on demand is going to be dropped to 40 bucks. Um, Walking Dead episode one, Rob. This puppy's yes. going to be free, baby. Free. It's normally 400 Microsoft points. It's going to be 100% discounted. Nice. If you have not played The Walking Dead by talk, uh, Telltale Games, you only have to grab the first one for free. Yeah, they did that around Christmas, too. And then you'll be hooked. <laughs> um, but the other episodes are only 200 points each. So you can get 800 Microsoft points. You can get the entire five episodes for $10. That's an awesome deal. Yep. It's, it's uh, well, it's more than 50% off because... All the other episodes are 50% off, and then the first episode is free. So that's one heck of a deal. Um, there's some stuff on Elder Scrolls uh, Five. There's some uh, Dawn Guard, Hearthfire, and Dragonborn. I'm assuming those are all DLC packs. Uh, they are all 50% off. Hitman Absolution, Hitman Blood Money are going on sale. Uh, FIFA Soccer 13, Game On Demand. Uh, Max Payne 3, a uh, bunch of DLC, and it looks like the Rockstar Pass is, uh, all theirs is 50% off. Resident Evil 6 got a bunch of stuff along with Resident Evil Operation Raccoon City, all 50% off. Super Street Fighter 4, uh, DLC packs, 50% off. Just Cause 2 and Dead Rising 2, uh, Just Cause 2 is 60% off, game on demand, it's gonna be 9.99. That's actually a good game. Uh, Dead Rising 2, Game On Demand is going to be $15. And then there's a whole bunch of Dead Rising 2 DLC packs for 50% off. There's a couple that are 60% off. Um, the Case of Zero and Case of West are both 60% off. Spider-Man 3, Game On Demand is going to be $15. Spider-Man Shattered Dimensions is Game On Demand $15. And then Midnight Club LA. Uh, there, the game on demand is $10, and then we're looking at about 50% uh, discount on DLC packs. And lastly, El Air Noir game itself on demand is $15, and then all the DLC is 50% off. So, so that's going to go on between this Tuesday for the next week till April 1st. So, okay, uh, check it out. If you want something, now is probably the time to buy it. Yep. The next thing we got is, so, Rock Band's... Stop it. Stop it. No singing. No singing. Oh, sorry. What's up? Why you got to be like that? A good old boy's playing on Xbox Live, saying this'll be the day the Rock Band died. (laughs) Okay. Sorry. segue then. (laughs) Rock Band's final update will come out, and they will have the last uh, DLC song available, and it will be American Pie, as Mark so... Eloquently. I don't know if I would put it that way. 
Hey, at least you didn't do that that warbling or whatever you call that thing. That just drives me nutty. <laughs> oh, when I whistle? So, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for not whistling it. I, I prefer the singing. Anyway. Uh, I'm wet my, I'm wet my no, lips. No, wet my no, whistle. don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> so Rock Band has been around forever, and they've released DLC for 275 weeks, and they've released more than 4,000 tracks. That's just crazy. So April, or yeah, April 2nd will be the the last installment, and then Rock Band is done. I might have to buy that song. I mean, that's an awesome song, but I might have to go out and just buy it for the heck of it. Yeah. So that was American Pie by Don McLean. McLean. Also, McLean. <laughs> So, yep, good tone, good tune. Yes, yes. All right, Halo 4 is getting a new Forge Island map for free on April 11th. So 343 and Industries has announced at PAX East this weekend that Halo 4 is getting a new Forge map with plenty of blank open canvas for Halo level makers to paint their creativity on. Uh, Forge Island. It actually has three different islands of varying size, all completely flat and round, to give map makers lots of room to build whatever they want. A map will also come with some new Forge pieces, with which developers already used to build a copy of Hang'em High. Uh, 343 specifically asked at the panel if a fan would be kind enough to remake uh, Blood Gulch on the biggest island, so that's possible too. The new map and related tools will be released for free April 11th just a few days after the Castle Map Pack arrives on April 8th. So there you go, Halo fans. More stuff on the way. Yep, yep, yep. And for Borderlands 2, there's some new stuff coming out on April 2nd. There's the Ultimate Vault Hunter Upgrade Pack, which is going to raise the game's level cap from 50 to 61. Bam! Bought it! That's kind of weird that it goes to 61. It's just one mole. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's better than, uh, you know, 50 to 60, right? 50 to 61. So uh, this will be part of the game's season pass content, and it'll also unlock a third playthrough in the Ultimate Vault Hunter mode. So it's going to be $5 or 400 Microsoft points available on April 2nd. And uh, then also, uh, the new Vault Hunter for Borderlands 2 has been revealed at PAX. That just finished uh, yesterday, right? PAX East finished on Saturday, I think. Sure. Yeah. So, uh, uh, Krieg... K-R-I-E-G, or I don't know if that's Craig Creek. The Psycho will be the game's uh, sixth playable class, and uh, you can uh, go online to see a video of what the uh, character looks like. He's mainly going to be a melee character and, with a few ranged abilities. Uh, Krieg is part of the Psycho Pack, which will be available in May for 800 Microsoft points, or about 10 or 10 bucks U.S., Cool, yep. man. Cool. Rock on. Fuse is, is lighting up on May 28th in North America and May 31st in uh, Europe. The um, drink? No, the game, baby. The game. Ah, Light okay. my fuse. 
Uh, Fuse was originally known by the name of, oh boy, oh boy, help me out. Yeah, it was known by another name. <laughs> I forgot what it was. Um, mm. It's like right at the tip of my of my tongue. Um, I can't think of it. It starts with an O, I think. But anyways, um, Fuse, this looks to be a pretty cool game, if you ask me, because this is the one where, like, your characters have different weapons, but, like, you can fuse the weapon powers together with other characters to make some pretty cool things happen. We talked about that in a, in a previous episode, but um, if you do pre-order the game, you'll get, uh, this will grant you armor and weapons for each of Fuse's four characters. Uh, so there's going to be different types of stuff there. So uh, this is Insomniacs. This is an Insomniac game. So these are the guys that brought you Ratchet and Clank, Resistance franchises. So this is their first game on the Xbox 360. So, because they've branched out away from being uh, Sony uh, specific. All right. So should be cool. It, I hope it's good. I, I really do. It. It look. This game looked interesting to me. So I'm looking forward to to seeing this and playing this game. Yeah. Okay. Uh, then I believe this is the final thing we got here, at least uh, for this part of the show of the topics. There was a uh, interview done with the Xbox Games on Demand uh, business manager Eric Yeager, and uh, they basically pressed him for information on why uh, Xbox uh, Games on Demand are kind of laggy based on uh, product launches. And you know his his response is actually kind of interesting, and he says that. Uh, they have a lot of strong partnerships with retailers. And uh, he goes, we really need to do, we really need them to do a lot for us. They're the ones out there selling the consoles, selling the peripherals, and in this time, we're just trying to figure out how to fit in uh, with the whole uh, digital landscape shift. So basically, I mean, Mark, you know, Help me out with this thing, but I mean, does that basically mean that they purposely don't release stuff so that they could help the retailers out? Sounds like it to me. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> it's Microsoft. No, yeah, but I mean, <laughs> the retailers, these are the guys who are going to push your console. These are the guys that are going to be, you know, they're the ones talking to Microsoft's customers. Yeah. You know? But I mean, I bought like, three copies of Windows 8, you know, and it was all a, a download. I mean, there was no retailer involved with Windows 8. I mean, yeah, they but I have think a we're, better mechanism for distributing We're Xboxes. too early for that, though. I think we're you too think? early for, yeah. I don't know. It's, it, it's weird. I mean, I, I totally understand if that's the real reason, but it makes no sense. I get it, but it makes no sense. <laughs> yeah, I mean... <laughs> oh, boy. Because what Microsoft does, I mean, they sell everything, like, pretty much online. Well, anyway. Okie dokie. So, it goes on to say that Games on Demand titles have gradually decreased their lag time uh, over time. Uh, and... Uh, We'll see what happens in the coming year or two. We'll see what happens in particular with the new next-gen consoles. 
or next-gen console when it comes out. All right. All right. So that was it. So it's back to me, huh? Yes, it is. Is that it? That's it? That's really That's it? it? That's oh, it. Oh, we're done. We're finally, we're out of here. Oh, wait a minute. Uh, if you want to join our community and sound off and talk with all the cool people, if you want to be cool, then join our Facebook group. Plain and simple. Uh, if you want to email us, contact at thisxboxlife.com. Uh, we have a Twitter. Uh, it's also look for us, thisxboxlife. Duh. And if you want to send us voicemail, use the app on our website. Uh, Rob, we got some games coming out this week. Couple two tree. Couple two tree, maybe four. Or uh, more. So the first one, Army of Two, The Devil's Cartel. All I'm going to say on this is remember, it's an EA title, so if you plan to play with your friends online, it probably won't work on day one. <laughs> Zing! Zing! Actually, this one might work, because everyone else is going to be playing Bioshock Infinite. <laughs> Whoa, zing! Zing! <laughs> um, which I don't think is published by EA. Um, who does? Yeah. Who does? That's... Uh, 2K? 2K, yeah. So, and that one probably will work. Well, you know, by the time you finish Bioshock Infinite, maybe Army of Two will be working. There you go. So if you want both, just play Bioshock first. Exactly. Uh, Final Fantasy Eleven: Seekers of Adolin is coming out. I, I don't get that, because I thought we had Final Fantasy Thirteen Part Two recently, so now we got Final Fantasy Eleven. I don't get the whole Final Fantasy thing, so... Um, and Tiger Woods PGA Tour 14, also an EA title, so most likely that online will not work either. So, <laughs> <laughs> so this week you can pick two games where the online won't work, or you can go with two games where the online probably will work. So your choice. <laughs> oh yeah. But that's it. That's all. And I there's can. and on Wednesday there's a, a release of Terraria. It was kind of like a. Uh, not a really a clone of Minecraft, but it was it was kind of like along the same lines of where things are like randomly generated kind of and and you kind of work with the environment. So I believe that the PC version, which is where it originally started, I believe it uh kinda of got abandoned a while back. I don't know if it continued or if somebody picked it up or not, but the three sixty version's coming out on Wednesday. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. And I believe that is that, my friend. That is that. If you listen to us on iTunes, please, please, please give us five stars, and we'll like you forever. Um, uh, other than that, uh, that's it. I'm out of here. Thanks that for listening. All. I am Mark, a.k.a. Wingman709, taking off. I'm Rob, also known as Presar. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll catch you all next week. <laughs>